You know, that wasn't even <clears throat> fake. <laughs> it got both of us. It's been a long day. <laughs> Hashtag Yang Gang. Uh, honey, are you ready to hear about what we're going to learn in the Bible next? I cannot wait for you to tell me what we're going to learn today. All right. Here mm-hmm. we go. So in case you guys missed last week, which if you did miss last week, you should go back right now and listen to last week's podcast. But in case you missed it, uh, Josiah took power and God still paddled uh, Judah with no safe word whatsoever. He he's still going to paddle them, and they are going to bleed from the ass crack. What? Yeah, Zeph. Oh, it gets worse. Actually, it's not just bleeding from the ass crack, as we'll hear here in a minute. Um, so now we're going to be going over the entire book of Zephaniah. We'll call him Zephy. Zephy. Yeah. Zephy is a prophet who started talking about God's dick before jo- Josiah could legally be able to discuss God's dick. God is going to sweep pretty much everything off the earth like it was a broom and like it was a flat earth. (laughs) God is going to destroy people with a bad fashion sense. So y'all best get up on the Judean fashion because if you're wearing shit from other countries, he is going to fuck you up. That's true. And you will not believe how he's going to do it. Um, so there's going to be this one day that's like a really bad Monday. Uh, it, it, it's just going to be fucking everything is just going to get fucked up beyond recognition or foobard, as people like to say. As the kids these days. <laughs> as the kids say. Uh, <laughs> just to make sure that you aren't aware, but God is jealous. He's a fucking jealous motherfucker. Uh, God then is going to shit out the entrails of those that have sinned against him. I don't know how the entrails got into his stomach. I'm guessing he's going to scoop them out of you, but apparently he's just going to take a big old shit of just all the entrails. Um, Zeppi then tells Judah to find God's dick and you can hide under it to escape this bloody Monday. God is going to be destroying everybody up in this bitch, okay? Just everybody's getting fucked up in it. Uh, God is going to destroy that good-ass Kush, too. You know, that sweet shit from those, uh, those guys over in, in Kushland? Yeah. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to set fire to the entire crop. Zephi is then going to list all of the ways that Judah has fucked up. And trust me, by the end of it, they're going to be like, you know what? Maybe we should get our asses kicked. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever remember, but uh, the school teachers, uh, they used to be able to beat the shit out of kids and they'd have the paddles with the holes in them. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what God's going to use on them. Zeppi then wants people to know that God is going to save some after he shits on the whole world. Also, there's honor for those that decide to suck God's dick once more. Isn't that right, honey? (laughs) God is going to make it rain gold. (laughs) I think technically that would be hailing, but, you know, we'll let it slide. That's when Zippy shuts up. I mean, he's done once he's like, and God is going to make it rain gold. Or hail gold, something. Um, Josiah then cares a lot about the entrails being shit out of God's asshole. So Josiah makes sweeping reforms, a lot like God is going to sweep everything off the face of the earth. 
the end of the podcast, uh, the Bible study, not the <laughs> podcast yet. It wasn't too bad. No, no, it was, it was pretty. It was like ninety five percent correct, wasn't it? I don't know about all that, but you got you got the main highlights. The entrails coming out of God's asshole. I knew that was correct. Yeah, you got that. Yep. What's up, heathens? How How y'all doing? So today we have another podcast. Yeah. And apparently I got shit wrong in the beginning. Well, it wasn't so much. Well, it it wasn't so bad. We're just we're going to give them the real thing so they can they can listen to it. We're going to read it straight from the book and they can make up their minds about it. Okay, Sounds fair, right? Sure. All right. So today we're going to start in Zephaniah. Another prophet, right? Yay! There are a lot of these fuckers. Um, But we're just going to jump right in. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So the word of the Lord that came to Zephaniah, son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, during the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. That was a lot of ayahs there. (sighs) Yeah. I felt like you could make a rap song about it. (laughs) Probably. He probably could. We're not going to, though. Um, we'll leave that the wrapping thing to Dr. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they on fire. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to go into um, verse, two. we're going to start now with verse two. Um, and this is going to be God speaking. You ready? Mm-hmm. I will sweep everything from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will sweep away both man and beast. I will sweep away the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea and the idols that cause the wicked to stumble. When I destroy all mankind on the face of the earth, declares the Lord, I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all who live in Jerusalem. I will destroy every remnant of Baal worship in this place. The very names of the idolatrous priests, those who bow down on the roofs to worship the starry host, those who bow down and swear by the Lord and who also swear by Molech, those who turn back from following the Lord and neither seek the Lord nor inquire of him. Be silent before the sovereign Lord, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He has consecrated those he has invited. On the day of the Lord's sacrifice, I will punish the officials and the king's sons and all those clad in foreign clothes. See? Mm-hmm. No made in China clothes. Nope. No made in China clothes. So you, you definitely can't wear a Trump tie. You wear a Trump tie, you're going to hell. <laughs> I mean, that's just directly in the Bible. Yeah. On that day, I will punish all who avoid stepping on the thresholds, who fill the temple of their gods with violence and deceit. Let's go back there really quick. Stepping on the threshold. I don't know if you remember this. This is from uh, Samuel uh, chapter five. And they talk about how um, the the people who worship the Philistines who Uh captured the Ark of the Covenant. You remember they took the Ark. Um, and they took it to they took it from Ebenezer to Ashdod and they carried it into Dagon's temple. You mm-hmm. remember that? Well, so while the ark was there overnight, um, people developed penis cancer again. No, no. So the next morning when people got up, um, the statue of 
their god Dagon or Dagon or however you say it, um, they he was he had toppled over mm-hmm. because they put the ark in there. Well, so they stood him back up, and the next day, um, when they came back, he was not only toppled again, but his head and hands had been broken off and were lying in the threshold of the temple. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're referring to in this section here. Um, those who avoid the threshold, because the people who avoid the threshold are people who worship another God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, so it's their kind of superstition thing. Okay. Okay. Um, on that day, declares the Lord, a cry will go up from the fish gate, wailing from the new quarter and a loud crash from the hills. Wail you who live in the market district. All your merchants will be wiped out and all who trade with or in, depending on how they translate this, silver will be destroyed. At that time, I will search Jerusalem with lamps and punish those who are complacent, who are like wine left on drag on its dregs, who think the Lord will do nothing, either good or bad. Their wealth will be plundered, their houses demolished, and though they build houses, they will not live in them. Though they plant vineyards, they will not drink the wine. You know, I feel like this is a lot like God saying, listen, anybody that uses nickels, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna hunt them with lamps <laughs> oh man uh, it, it just it seems it seems so ridiculous like whether it's trading with or trading in like yeah. either with silver or in silver mm-hmm. i mean it just seems quite ridiculous well i think his point is they value material things too much mm-hmm they value money too much. And so anybody who cares about that shit is going down. You know, it's kind of weird to be honest concerning God and like money and silver and gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember earlier in the old Testament, but God loves his shit bedazzled with gold and silver and shit. It's true. He love. I mean, it's like, why do you guys love that gold so much? Give it to me. His temple is completely like, covered in it right i mean i so feel like it's these uh, friggin um uh, dumbass republicans now that are trump supporters that vote against their own interests like like okay pretty much everybody in kentucky that votes for mitch mcconnell i feel like is synonymous with this particular situation they're voting against their own interests right yeah i mean i mean god is basically sitting there and being like y'all just care about material things you need to give those material things to me but wait, I thought material things were bad. They are, but I want them. <laughs> I'm not even sure what a god would do with that shit. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's basically going to be like that dragon in the uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, he's just going to sit on the gold and be like, "It's mine, all mine. You can't have it." <laughs> all right, you ready to go on? Yeah. Okay. The great day of the Lord is near and near and coming quickly. The the cry on the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty warrior shouts his battle cry. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, a day of trumpet and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the corner towers. And then this is God talking now. 
I will bring such distress on all people that they will grope about like those who are blind because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood will be poured out like dust and their entrails like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to save them on the day of the Lord's wrath. Can you imagine being blind and booby feeling your way around <laughs> like a dark area and then just having your, that means. your entrails being pulled out of your asshole? Like that just seems like a very uncomfortable time right there. I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he's doing he's doing it right, right? Mm-hmm. In the fire of his jealousy, the whole earth will be consumed for he will make a sudden end of all who live on earth. But not all, right? Because we've got the remnant. So all, but not all. Yeah. This seems kind of weird. I don't think that this has ever happened in history. That the whole entire earth has burned and ever No. No. Okay. So, I mean, save when forming, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about Judah. And this is Zephaniah talking to Judah. Okay. This is not God. This is Zephaniah. Zephi. Gather together, gather yourselves together, you shameful nation, before the decree takes effect. And the and that day passes like windblown chaff before the Lord's fierce anger comes upon you. Before the day of the Lord's wrath comes upon you, seek the Lord, all you humble of the land. You who do what he commands, seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you will be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. Oh, that's where he's telling them to find God's dick so they can hide underneath it. (laughs) He's telling them to seek God, repent, be humble, and maybe, maybe he'll save you. (laughs) Perhaps. Maybe he won't, like, move it to the left a little bit and look (laughs) underneath it. Perhaps. Um, Okay, now we're going to talk about uh, Philistine. Because he's not done with the judgment. We're not even close. You ready? Yeah. Gaza will be abandoned and Ashkelon left in ruins. At midday, Ashdod will be emptied and Ekron uprooted. Woe to you who live by the sea, you Carathite people. The word of the Lord is against you, Canaan, land of the Philistines. He says, I will destroy you and none will be left. The land by the sea will become pastures, having wells for shepherds and pens for flocks. That land will belong to the remnant of the people of Judah. There they will find pasture. In the evening they will lie down in the houses of Ashkelon, and the Lord their God will care for them. He will restore their fortunes. Now, this is the first of two times that he uses this phrase, restore their fortunes. Mm -hmm. It can be translated as restore their fortunes, or he will bring back their captives. Um, because, you know, other lands have taken people from Judah and had them held them captive, used them for slaves. And so he'll bring them back. Okay. So it could be restore fortunes or bring back their captives. All right. Or both. I don't know. Anyway, um, now we've talked about fucking up Philistine. Let's move on <laughs> to the next people we're going to fuck up. I have heard the insults of Moab and the taunts of the Ammonites who insulted my people and made threats against their land. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, surely Moab will become like Sodom, the Ammonites like Gomorrah, a place of weeds and salt pits, a wasteland forever. The remnant of my people will plunder them. The survivors of my nation will inherit their land. 
This is what they will get in return for their pride, for insulting and mocking the people of the Lord Almighty. The Lord will be awesome to them when he destroys all the gods of the earth. Distant nations will bow down to him, all of them in their own lands. But there's more. (laughs) But wait, there's more. You Cushites, too, will be slain by my sword. Now, he doesn't even tell the Cushites why or anything. He just says, also, I'm going to fuck up the Cushites. They just get one verse. That's it. My guess is, is that they were just sitting over there laughing because they're high off their asses. (laughs) And they were just laughing. I was like, oh, you want some, too? (laughs) Yeah. And he, you know, slices them. Sword. Yep. He will stretch out his hand against the north and destroy Assyria, leaving Nineveh utterly desolate and dry as the desert. Flocks and herds will lie down there, creatures of every kind. The desert owl and the screech owl will roost on her columns. Their hooting will echo through the windows. Rubble will fill the doorways and beams of cedar will be exposed. This is the city of revelry that lived in safety, she said to herself. I am the one and there is none besides me. What a ruin she has become, a lair for wild beasts. All who pass by her scoff and shake their fists. So he's also going to fuck up Assyria and Nineveh. All right. Okay. Now we're done with the generalized, like, hey, you countries, hey, you nations. All right. We're just going to go ahead and list the sins of Judah. Mm -hmm. So we're back to Judah. And he's still mad at Judah. Woe to the city of oppressors, rebellious and defiled. She obeys no one. She accepts no correction. She does not trust in the Lord. She does not draw near to her God. Her officials within her are roaring lions. Her rulers are evening wolves who leave nothing for the morning. Her prophets are unprincipled. They are treacherous people. Her priests profane in the sanctuary and do violence to the law. The Lord within her is righteous. He does no wrong. Morning by morning, he dispenses his justice, and every new day he does not fail, yet the unrighteous know no shame. I have destroyed nations. Their strongholds are demolished. I have left their streets deserted with no one passing through. Their cities are laid waste. They are deserted and empty. Of Jerusalem, I thought, surely you will fear me and accept correction. Then her place of refuge would not be destroyed, nor all my punishments come upon her. But they were still eager to act corruptly in all they did. So they were corrupt. Oh, well, they corrupt as fuck, yo. Mm-hmm. But God has plans. Uh-oh. God's mm-hmm. planning shit. Therefore, wait for me, declares the Lord, for the day I will stand up to testify. In the Septuagint and the Syriac, um, in, in Hebrew, this I will stand up to testify it says will rise up to plunder. Oh, so that's it, vastly different, isn't it? it? I mean, stand up to testify and rise up to plunder are very different things. Um, yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, one person's just standing up, like yelling, or or you know, <laughs> maybe they got a shitty opinion. The other one's like standing up so that you can rob the next person. <laughs> I mean, he's already described plunder, uh-huh. like going, you know, but. Plunder in that booty. <laughs> Not in this part. I mean, he wants people to get down on their knees and then oh, we'll just continue. Okay. <laughs> I, have de- <laughs> I have decided to assemble the nations, to gather the kingdoms, and to pour out my wrath on them, all my fierce anger. This sounds normal. <laughs> 
The whole world will be consumed by the fire of my jealous anger. Then I will purify the lips of people that all of them may call on the name of the Lord and serve him shoulder to shoulder. From beyond the rivers of Cush, my worshipers, my scattered people will bring me offerings. On that day, you, Jerusalem, will not be put to shame for all the wrongs you have done to me, because I will remove you from your arrogant boasters. Never again will you be haughty to my on my holy hill, but I will leave within you the meek and humble. The remnant of Israel will trust in the name of the Lord. They will do no wrong. They will tell no lies. A deceitful tongue will not be found in their mouths. They will eat and lie down and no one will make them afraid. You know, I feel like at this like for for this particular part of the Bible movie, uh-huh. they should just have God strangely caressing the lips of people, just looking them dead in the eye, being like, because it says that he'll he'll cleanse, purify purify their mm-hmm. lips. It's like you needed some lip balm. <laughs> this is God dick flavor. Oh my God. <laughs> So anyway, here's here's the good thing. He's going to still have a remnant, right? And he says that. And that is very joyful. Yay, so, yeah. remnant! So now Zephaniah is going to talk about the joy of salvation. Ooh. Sing, daughter Zion, shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, do not fear Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. His love, he will no longer rebuke you, but he will rejoice over you with singing. <laughs> you you He's know, kill most of them. <laughs> I feel like this daughter of Zion singing uh, definitely has like a tambourine. Yeah. Where that she she hits it mm-hmm. and then she sings some kind of thing and does an interpretive dance that she learned at liberal art school. And, <laughs> you know, and then she just sort of dances around and fucks people up. Or maybe Same is way. Zion going to fuck people up or is God fucking up people no. for Zion? No. Maybe Zion's dancing around her interpretive dance circle while God fucks people up. I think that's it. Yeah, you think that's it? Yep. Okay, we'll go with that and um, talk about the honor of the redeemed. Oh, okay. I will remove from you all who mourn over the loss of your appointed festivals, which is a burden and a reproach for you. At that time, I will deal with all who oppressed you. I will rescue the lame. I will gather the exiles. I will give them praise and honor in every land where they have suffered shame. At that time, I will gather you. At that time, I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes or return your captives before your very eyes. Oh, so the captives are the fortunes, are they? Well, so this is the bring back. This is the thing where remember we already use this. It can be translated as restore your fortunes or bring back your captives. Yeah. So. Seems like the captives are money. Well, I mean, I think the captives are people. Well, yeah, in God, but I mean, in this particular instance, it seems like that line is blurred. I think he's going to do both. I mean, I think the point is is that he's going to bring back the captives, but he's also going to give them back their fortunes. What if the fortune is the captives? Are the captives? I don't think that's the case. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so that's the end of Zephaniah. Okay. Okay. 
Um, but we just have a, a few more verses from two Chronicles uh, chapter 34. We're going to go through three through seven. Um, so this is after Josiah hears the prophecy of Zephani- uh, Zephaniah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know that when actually it, this is how it starts out in the eighth year of his reign, uh, while he was still young, he began to seek God, the father his of his father, David. And we know he was a child king, right? He was eight mm-hmm. when he became king. In his 12th year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places, Asherah poles and idols. Under his direction, the altars of the Baals were torn down. He cut to pieces the incense altars that were above them and smashed the Asherah poles and the idols. There he broke to pieces and scattered over the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars. And so he purged Judah and Jerusalem in the towns of Manasseh, Ephraim, and Simeon, as far as Naphtali and in the ruins around them. He tore down the altars and the Asherah poles and crushed the idols to powder and cut to pieces all the incense altars throughout Israel. Then he went back to Jerusalem. So Josiah's taking this shit real seriously mm-hmm. and he is doing everything he can to make sure that Judah doesn't, um, doesn't have to experience the wrath that has been prophesied against them for okay. the sins. So he's trying to make sure that everybody seeks God and humbles themselves and they take away all any, any kind of worship to anybody else. He's trying to save them. Right. Yeah. So that's all for today. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, did I hear that uh, he said or Josiah said that he was gonna uh, follow or, or follow the God of his father David? Yeah, I didn't think David was his father. I thought they. This has been said repeatedly throughout. They often call oh figurative the king's figurative father, not actual father. Okay. They've the many of the kings have used this my father David when they're talking about the original David. Oh, okay. Not his actual father. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so next time we are going to meet Jeremiah. Oh, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. We're going to start. Oh, we're going to start the book of Jeremiah. We're going to start the book of Jeremiah. There's a lot of prophecy in Jeremiah. Yes. So we're going to, we're going to start Jeremiah and we're going to talk about his, his calling, right. To be mm-hmm. a prophet and how he's reluctant to do that. And um, some of his visions that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to, uh, rebuke, um, Israel Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about some of that and corruption and different things going on in Israel. Um, we're going to talk about lust for foreign gods and how idols are powerless. Um, and that's pretty much what we're going to do next time. We're going to start Jeremiah. Okay. All right. All right. So next time, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go through my notes and see which prophecies are about the Messiah, supposedly. So uh, we're going to do that next time. Um, if you guys enjoyed today's podcast, definitely leave us a comment down below and also smash that like button. And don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all. Bye.